Here we are, uh, Chai Spirits guys. I'm John. I'm Parker. We're going to be trying Old Forester today, uh, a special edition of it, the Old Forester 150th anniversary. We've got batch one and batch two. Yes. Uh, batch three, sorry, I'm sure you're fine, but we are not going to be drinking that one. It's. Um, I think we might also throw in a single barrel pick from Benny's afterwards just to kind of cross compare um, similar proofed uh, Old Forester products. And if we have time, we'll throw in the Old Forester 1920, 115 proof, um, regularly available. So we're going to start off with batch one. Already, I'm, I'm smelling something like, it's hard to, it's hard to like find anything in particular. Sweet. Yeah. I do get a little bit of that sweetness on the nose. Um, it's almost like a, an old banana. Like, but like with like the brown sugar kind of in the banana. Exactly. You know, banana. I don't mean old in a bad way, but like I like bananas after they've had a little bit of time. You know, I don't like that green banana, like dry your mouth out stuff. Ooh, that is great. Um, I mean, I don't mean to just like throw that out there, but the um, I like the the palate. Like the first part of the taste is really. Um, really banana-y for me and like really enjoyable and then it gets kind of a little hot but it's not hot in a bad is way is that heat or spice on the back end it's definitely one of them mm. i can tell it's just like cinnamon spice or is it like actual heat it is actually you're right man um mm. it's kind of like cinnamony it's almost like big red like it goes from it's a really cool taste from like mm -hmm. banana to like cinnamon big red but yeah i definitely get that cinnamon big red on the finish there yeah, uh, that was phenomenal. I really like that. What'd you think? Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, I mean, as far as like um, old Forrester products go, that's easily one of my top favorites. I mean, the single barrel that we're going to try later is, I think, uh, one of my other favorites. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how these two stack up. I'm curious to try them um, in such proximity to each other because my memory of the other one is um, that it's fantastic. So I'm, I'm curious in a direct comparison how it's going to stand up. So we're going to move on to batch two. I'm going to open this up here. Um, so to be noted, um, batch one, which we just tried, was uh, Jackie Zycamp's favorite of the three batches. And she has phenomenal taste. So I think, uh, but we'll see about this, though, because I, I, I don't believe that Old Forster puts out products that aren't absolutely tasty, and taste is very subjective. So... This bottle, by the way, is absolutely gorgeous. This is one of my favorite looking bottles in my whole collection of Old Forester stuff because it's kind of a throwback to, um, I have a lot of uh, Old Forester like vintage advertising and this like label on it looks just like the old um, labels. And I really wish they'd bring that back. I think that um, it's a very classy look that they had on the bottle. It's, it's tough to find a lot of the, uh, the vintage Old Forester advertising stuff. In because good, I'm, in good condition because I looked for it for your Christmas <laughs> present and I couldn't find anything that I loved. The one I found was uh, kind of a weird one. It was like a holiday bottle and I didn't like. I just didn't like the. Looks like something more like standard. Yeah. Well, in in part it could be because I bought a lot of the old Forester. Yeah, I think you bought stuff. them all up and there's none available. I mean, that's what I was worried about was that some asshole would come along and buy the rest. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of another part of the collection. 
wow, this smells completely different. Yeah, no, I, I read the tasting notes on the three batches, and this was the most intriguing to me as far as the notes went. But well, also we have to take into account that I did just open this bottle, so very that, true. That is very definitely true. going to affect the smell and the flavor. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually getting a lot more of like a barrel smell. Like it's almost like being in a rickhouse smelling this to me, compared to the other one was all banana. I love that. Ooh, yeah. That was, mm. this was the right bottle to get. Yeah. This is less traditionally Old Forster flavor to some extent because I'm getting a lot of like robust like barrel taste to it that I feel like a lot of times Old Forster is like sweeter than this is such a nice balance because I actually like more of that. It's got a nice richness to it though. It's not. That's what I mean. It's like more umami. Like, it's like, like the, the first one had a lot more um, like that cinnamon spice in the back end. This is a lot. Um, more, I won't say muted because it's not, but it's more like a subtle. I know people don't like this phrase, mellowed. Maybe it's like, got yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it, like, I think this one is. I mean, the proofs are almost identical, right? But if, like, if you would ask me just blind, I would think this was fifteen proof lower. In fact, I should have said what the proof was before before we started this, but this we one talk, we can talk about when you read the the notes on it's on there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is one hundred and twenty six point four proof. Unfiltered, which is very exciting because, as far as I know, this is one of the only Forrester products you get that's unfiltered. Throw a little bit of that Kentucky hug on the way down. Okay, I'm looking at these tasting notes, and I, I'm agreeing with this. There's like, uh, on the nose, a cherry cordial raspberry preserves. I could, I mean, yes, but notice that like a cordial and preserves, those are both like not particularly sweet. They're very rich, you yeah. know? Almost like a savory. Yeah. Yeah. Mid French toast and chocolate malt. Um, that's interesting. I maybe that's the little bit of spice I'm getting, but it, like, there's definitely a sweetness there. I didn't really think brown sugar at first, but maybe maybe it is. I definitely could get like French toast. I mean, there's a lot going on with French toast: powdered sugar, syrup, um, the egginess of the bread. You know, like yeah, I could like see that a syrupy richness I could kind of get, but without the overwhelming sweetness. Right. Yeah. Nothing about this is particularly sweet, even though these flavors. It's almost like take these flavors and subtract the sugar from them. Yeah, that is honestly that's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, mildly dry. Do you find it? Well, maybe a little. Yeah. Yeah, the first one is supposed to be moderately dry, so more dry than this, and I think that's probably true for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah between the two, my strong preference is for batch two. So I think you got a bottle of the best one. Yep. Yep. Um, the other thing that's really cool about this bottle is that's kind of a throwback is that it's brown and I don't know of any other old forest bottles that are brown. So that's just kind of a fun little tidbit about that. I'm actually really interested to try this side by side with the, uh, the single barrel barrel proof. Yes. Which I previously was my, maybe my favorite old forester thing ever. I'm curious how it stands up to this. I mean, it's very clear that starting with the rollout of the old forester single barrel barrel strength line i think that would uh the brown foreman is understanding that their products taste phenomenal at barrel strength and that they should be doing more with that rather than i mean the 115 uh proof at the old forester 1920 prohibition style is previously as far as i know the highest proof, other than like you know um the special release that they would do of President's Choice and King of Kentucky. Um, 
but that's not even old forester that's just brown form in generally so but yeah this is um i'm really excited to see them doing more with the barrel strength um and this one's unfiltered like i said i don't i don't know if the barrel strength one is you probably check this and see but um i don't know if that's unfiltered or if it's just at you know at proof with filtration or what yeah that's good i'm I mean, the, the reviews I heard of this were that it was just in general, like the three batches, they were a little bit, a little bit overpriced. It's, um, I believe the MSRP on it's on one fifty. I know we were selling it for one seventy, and based on like what I'd heard, it would seem like it it was going to be a little bit of a letdown. And I am not let down at all by this. This is fantastic. No, I mean you kind of expect that with like these. Uh, this isn't even an annual release. This is like a one time release. You know, one hundred and fiftieth anniversary. So you, you kind of expect to pay a little bit because it's kind of a collector's item. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of people who waited their whole lives for this release and they didn't make it. Right, right. So we we cheers to them yeah, on we, this. Yeah, we, we're here for them. And, uh, you know, uh, if you're listening to this and you really want to try it, hopefully there's some of this bottle left and you are more than welcome to give that a little try. Oh, great stuff. Yeah, yeah that was great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see uh, too how this opens up over time. Um, we're joined here today by our conscientious objector, uh, Morgan. Um, what do you think so far of our tastings of these bourbons? I am enthralled. This is very. It's meta. actually really interesting to watch you guys talk and pull out notes and. However, yeah, we're, we're. I'm assuming it's all intelligence, and you're not just you know talking out of your backside. You know, for the most part. Yeah. I would say between the two of us, we. Do a considerable amount of whiskey drinking. Um, Got yeah. a little bit of knowledge there. I mean, bound to be experts at at, at some point. I mean, they say if you spend ten thousand hours doing anything, <laughs> yes. you become an expert. So. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So this is uh, Old Forester single barrel barrel strength. Uh, purchased this bottle in twenty twenty. Selected by Binnie's forty nine thirty nine. Uh, proof one twenty seven point five. So uh, we previously opened this bottle maybe about. Two months ago, and just were very, very pleased with that. Blown away would not be an exaggeration for how I felt about this. It was so good. And which is great because in the Chicago area, one other store I think of had gotten this and it just didn't get great reviews. So it's like pretty exciting to. Well, it doesn't surprise me that a a single barrel barrel strength, it's really going to differ on the barrel and like a good, there's going to be good barrels. It's going to be bad with any. With, with any company in any rickhouse, you're going to have your good barrels and your bad barrels, relatively. But like, and also taste is so subjective too. That, sure. You know, I'm sure that the barrel that was selected, uh, because these all kind of go through a little bit of a screening before they're offered to people as single barrel options. Yeah, they had to be good enough to get to this point because then they tasted them at some point. We're like, no, this is good enough to go to the next stage of and be and not just go in our regular, you know, 86 proof, whatever, or signature 100 proof. Yeah, like it had to. You know, stand out. Yeah, had to, had to meet the criteria to get to that next level. But uh, man, I'm happy with how this turned out. But let's. But I haven't had it in a while though, so let's try it. Well, the, the nose the is the heels of that amazing one we just tried. The nose is just by far yeah. my favorite. God, that's good. It's got um, a really nice mix of maybe a little bit of like oh god, banana cream pie or something. Like I don't know what it is, but. It's really nice, but it's also... This is 127 and a half proof. Mm-hmm. I would never guess that in one. Like, I would say like 107, 105, something like that. 
that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more. It's it's got the viscosity and the flavor of, of an above 100 proof bourbon, but not as that's a relatively high proof 127.5. So, but it is so tasty. I mean, this is like comparing two luxury cars with each other, but this is like one of the best luxury cars in this bourbon collection. Yeah, it's still incredible. Yeah, I'm, all right. So let's talk about these uh, these um, flavors maybe that we're picking up here. I mean, it is hard because it's complex and it is, um, there's not a moment in the sip that's un unenjoyable and it changes from start to finish so much. Um, I'm, I'm thinking. I get a little bit of dark chocolate on that. Um, definitely more of those caramel notes too, but I, I feel like what I'm getting is like a baking chocolate kind of note too. I can see that. It's a, uh, then you get a little bit of that spice too. Um, Again, not not the cinnamon type, more like the baking spice type. Yeah, almost like nutmeg or yeah. I could kind of get to that. Like a hint of cardamom. Oh yeah, that might be it. Um, although I've never really had cardamom as, in enough like of a quantity on its own to really be able to say yeah, that's it. But it's I'm not getting much anise. I'm not getting. No, I mean I'm I, getting. I get very little anise in this like at all. But a little bit, right? So like, it's like yeah, it's it's barely present. What I mean, like, is what's hard. The reason why this sip is so hard to like pick anything from it is because there's a lot going on in it. So it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of anise, but I don't want to give you the wrong impression. Like, it's not predominantly that. Well, let me ask you a serious question right now. Is this better than the one we just had? I mean, it's hard to compare them because it's been opened up longer. But like, as right as of right now, I think I like this one better. I think I do too. And yeah, we'll give the other one some time. Right. To open up, which I did, I liked way more than I thought I would based on all the things I heard about some of the other batches. And then after trying batch three earlier today and it was being disappointed, that batch two was phenomenal. This, it is. This still stands up though as like the greatest old Forester product I've had. And that's including a couple of birthday bourbons. Yeah, you know, it would be interesting to try this compared to other birthday, uh, or compared to the birthday bourbons. Those are lower proof, so it's like, yeah, it's hard, but I'd say. But no, great. I mean, again, Nothing here is bad. We're trying. It's well, actually, what's great about this is these are relatively hard to get. I mean, the single barrel one is like a one-time done yeah. thing, but the next one that we're going to try is available all the time. And this is kind of—I think of this as like the control across these. Like we're gushing over these um, single barrel and one-time releases, but this one you can find on the shelf all the time. It's Old Forester 1920 Prohibition yeah. style. My second favorite of the Whiskey Row series. I mean, the 93, uh, or excuse me, the uh, 1910. Uh, 93 proof. 93 proof, 1910. I only chose, I only excluded because it's proof oh, is large. Oh, of course, of course. But uh, I just got to shout out my 1910. Right, right, you know, for that endorsement, that listen, ad money. I, listen, I know you guys, you guys are out there who prefer the 1910. You're not alone. And then you people that want the 1915, where you mix equal parts 1910 uh, and 1920. Um, you should be stopped. I support you. No, they, they, there should be a team of superheroes put together to stop you. You're doing it wrong. Trailblazers. Stop it. Don't do it. Okay. So we're on 1920. That's a very pleasing... It's like a uh, 
Bob Seger knows. It's like not going to offend anybody. You could play it at a political rally. It's just like, yeah. It's got a little bit of um, a little bit of that barrel smoky smell to it, but it's also not overpowering. There's no alcohol note to it. This no, bottle's probably been over for a while. I mean, it's great. No one. I mean, I've always liked it. It's fantastic. But we'll, it's very characteristic of a batched bourbon. I feel like. Yeah, I'm curious. Let's see how it take, how it stands up though after two such fantastic pours. It's funny because it's a little bit of a lower proof, but I'm getting two predominant things. Um, first is actually a little bit of heat, um, and then followed up by a kind of a finish of strawberry, which I had not yeah, detected I'm, before. I'm, I'm also getting some red fruit on the finish there. That's funny you say that. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> kind of surprised, but I didn't really get a lot of that off of the previous two things we tried. And I mean, you know, it's hard to go from like higher proof to lower proof, so we're probably like losing some flavors. No, but when you're at our level of palate, right? Just the like, level of being able to discern As flavors. Experts who put ten thousand hours into this, yeah, I feel like your your tongue if, is a superhero. If anybody could, we could. Right, especially with old Forester products. But in all seriousness, I think that um, this oh. is a phenomenal <laughs> step too. No, oh, no, it's. I always praise this as one of the around $50 bourbons, like this and the 1910 are two of the top 10. And people are like, what should I get a friend for a birthday or, you know, some celebration? And if they're willing to spend $50, because a lot of times they're not, um, I'll be like, if you can find it, Old Forester 1920, which normally you can, you just have to go to the right liquor stores. Yeah, we generally have it available. Yeah. So there you have it. I mean, final thoughts on... Um, my apologies to Jackie. I disagree with you. The batch two was better than the batch one. We're gonna have to add her on that. <clears throat> yeah. That like I I mean no disrespect. No. I I personally prefer batch two. But batch one was really good. Batch two was phenomenal. Batch three you tried I did not. But yeah, yeah we definitely disagree. Um, yeah. I will say the one of the pros of the nineteen twenty and you can really can speak to this is at being a great bourbon. Especially compared to the other guys that are such like hard to get, limited, more expensive. Like I can still drink this all day after after having those great bourbons, and it's like nineteen twenty, still oh. awesome. Still, I, I still want to drink it. I mean, talk about a bourbon with good flavor that it could stand up at yeah. one hundred fifteen proof after trying ten yeah. proof. I would, I would like I wouldn't pick this blind over the previous two, but it's it's in the neighborhood, and that's impressive on its own front. Actually, you know what, blind maybe. I mean, I don't know how I would have come out with this blind. I mean, that's just different, but. Because, I mean, this is, like, so easy to sip. That is true. Relatively. That is true. Um, and which is something that I enjoy, you know, when it comes to oh, bourbon well, and beer and whatever. Is, you know, I, I don't really discriminate against lower-proof bourbon. Like, there's plenty of good 90-proof bourbon out there. One of my favorite single barrels is only 86-proof. Evan Williams single barrel. You got to get that plug. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm just trying to inform the good people. Yeah. Yeah. Of what's out there. And um, I'm, I'm going to educate. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. There's our Old Foresters uh, kind of higher proof single barrel special release lineup. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.